Thanks, everybody, for coming to listen to session one of the Daring Adventures podcast. Due to some scheduling conflicts, we had to make a replacement. Uh, I guess while we're here, why don't we go ahead and give uh, quick character introductions. Let's meet the players real fast, and we'll just fire off in alphabetical order. So, Andy, you are up first. I, that's what I love about the alphabetical order, is I always come first. My name is Dusk. I am a verdant fighter who's become a battle master, quite accomplished with the sword. I am an outlander. I wander from place to place, as us verdaner want to do. And I'm very caring and loving of my people and never met a stranger in my life. Jen? Hi, I'm Nettle, playing a verdandruid. A bit clumsy at times, but try to be one with nature and learning the flows of druidic magic. I care for my friends and family above all others, uh, making sure everybody's self healthy, safe, and whole. Uh, I don't like to see suffering at all, so I always spread myself a little bit too thin. Alrighty, and last but not least, our newest member, Stephanie. I am Colin I. I am a burden, and I am an entertainer. Uh, after a very Strange and rough upbringing, I decided I would not continue in the same sadness and squalor I came from. I wanted to bring light and fun to people's lives. I am outgoing and goofy, and sometimes that's not always positive. It can be a bit detrimental, depending on the situation. Uh, I am a hopeless romantic, and... Uh, nobody can really stay mad at me for very long. Uh, I can also be brutally honest uh, to a fault, uh, to a point where it can get me into some trouble. And uh, I am searching for the source of my strange storm-based power. Ooh. Wrapped in strange mystery. <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> So, with that out of the way, why don't we go ahead and just jump right into this. Outstanding. Let's do this. A month or so has passed. The marking of time has been unimportant since the brutish raid of the Verdan settlement after the death of Lord Azurefane Thornwood and the assumption of power by his son. Fear of being tracked has weighed heavy on your minds, and in your downtime you have seen others come and go out of the makeshift barracks that you have been allowed to stay in. The folks that have promised you passage to Cholt come at least once a day and place the same red ruby-like crystal to the back of your neck, and by some means seem to be sorting through everyone. During one such time, your companion, Avio, is shuffled away as you hear the men in the black garb say to him, we could use your talents elsewhere. Standing in line to board the ship, you guys look out across the shipyard and see several dozen Verdan of varying ages bartering and holding signs saying we'll work for shelter or passage, even more offloading cargo or running to and from when you hear a scuffle begin to break out at a nearby portside tavern. It's at that moment that one of the men in the black garb walks up to you. They hand you a card and they say, Go fetch supplies for the journey over your chole. 
make sure you buy in bulk because we're going to need it. It's at least three months, so keep that in mind. And while you're out there, uh, get yourself something excuse special. Excuse me, sir. Uh, you said oh. three months at sea? Yeah. Is that going to be a problem? Oh, oh, no, no. Um, it, it Exactly how many individuals are going to be traveling on the boats? Well, we're not too sure just yet. I know that there's at least 30 crew members, give or take. Now, we're just buying personal supplies, of course. I can't imagine that we'd be buying things for anyone else on the boat. Is that correct to be assumed? The man looks at you sternly, and he goes, You want to get across, don't you? I simply was asking if you wanted us to do shopping for just ourselves or for others. I did not know what the request was that you were making. Do some shopping for yourselves, and then also remember that there are others aboard the boat. All right. So the assumption is that these others are not going on a shopping spree such as we are. Not quite yet. That seems odd and unfair, but okay. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you have a, sh- a shop or a store that you recommend that us we shop at? I mean, I've, I've never been in this city before. He takes a second and he looks down at you, Nettle. And then he, uh, you can almost see him contemplating in his mind. And then he goes, all right, all right. There's a general goods store just a little bit up the ways. It's going to have most of everything you guys are probably going to look for. Uh, just make sure that wherever you go, show them that card. Very well, we'll oh, be okay, off Okay, okay. Did he, did he get, actually give one of us the card? Or is he? Yeah, okay. he, he's he's right. just kind of holding it out to you. So, okay, I so yeah, it. so we'll definitely I being bearing All in right. mind the fact that evidently this shopping spree is randomly just for the two of us and no one else. We are, I guess, potentially buying things for an entire ship of people. I was uh, getting that same impression. That's why I asked how many people were going to be on the boat. Yeah, that's a good call. So. Wow, it's going to make shopping a little bit tougher. All right, so we head over to the yeah head over to the general store uh, that was described. First off, to get mainly rations, things of that sort, to to make sure that everyone has food for God three months. All right, well, if we could travel in the woods, the the three of us for 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 a month, we could do this. It's just. I've never been on a boat before, and I, I I haven't read many stories growing up that led me to believe it was anything remotely pleasant. Uh, so, but at the end of the journey, it's a whole new place that we could, you know, look for a home. I I know the the ends justify the means. It's just you know unexpected. You know, I, I guess there was no expectations. Uh, so. Uh, I guess, uh, so we will head head into the general store, and uh, who's the general store person that we're talking to? His name is, well, you haven't asked his name. Uh, you okay. guys walk Hello, into, my good man. Yeah, <laughs> you guys walk into the general goods store. Uh, you see a fairly old-looking human male back behind the counter. Uh, he seems to, he seems to be more occupied with trying to nap as opposed to trying to do anything. 
uh, all the goods are covered in dust. And you catch him just as he is somewhere in between falling asleep and waking up. I think that's the guy we need to talk to. I would surmise he appears to be the only one in this shop. So, uh, hello, uh, uh, friend. We're we're here uh, seeking supplies. We're headed out on an adventure, on a boat. Yeah, you all want some supplies? I I'd venture to guess that that's about the only reason anyone comes in here. Who sent you? Who sent us? How do you know anyone sent us? Maybe we just... Well, I guess the fact that I'm even answering it that way would imply that someone did, in fact, send us. So, uh, well, uh, we're, we're from the, the, the ship heading out uh, to, to Chult, and we were told to come here to get supplies. What are you looking for? Uh, well, I'm assuming rations to, to get us from here to... To, to to our destination was to be about a three month trip. He uh stands upright here. Alrighty, three months. That's gonna be quite a bit of rations. There, you're looking at. Uh, how many crew members? Uh, there's uh thirty crew, and. I don't know how many passengers he, 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 uh, the, the gentleman that said. Do you have a ship manifest or something? Uh, no, we weren't given one. We were just given this card. What card? And I whip out the card. Uh, this you, card. Yeah, you flash it to him real quick and he uh, snatches it right out of your hands what? with some, some. Quick fingers that you would not expect from an older gentleman. He kind of flips it over a couple of times and he goes, oh, all right. You said 30 crew? Uh, yes. I'd say account for 40. I think that would be fair. All right, 40 crew. Anything else I can get you? Uh, uh yeah. Um, do you have, like, camping equipment? Yeah. Can we have, uh, well, what, what kind of? Camping equipment do you have? Yeah, I mean, I have your general all-purpose camping equipment. Perfect. <laughs> we'll take it. That sounds right up our alley. General all-purpose. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, do you have uh, um, other, like, sundries? Uh, do you, like, have any pine or spruce or sweet pea? Or sprinkles of mistletoe? Uh, I got about a... Uh, 150 crate worth of the pine spruce and sweet pea all three yeah oh i mean a little bit of unusual request but it grows so plentiful up this way oh i i, I would love to have that uh do you have any mistletoe like a sprigs of mistletoe Ooh. i've got you see him pull out a huge ledger and he kind of just it's the one you kiss under during the solstice Yes, that one. Oh. He flips his ledger open. He flips through a few times. Says, Ugh. Well, looks like I got about five sprig of mistletoe left. Oh, uh, There's a, another folk coming through here looking for that. Can we have that as well? Oh, certainly, certainly. Uh, uh, while he's got the ledger out, he's quickly making marks on it. Uh, do you also have something to that would help carry our equipment? You mean with with the uh, with the 
the pine, the spruce, and sweet pea, and I mean, the, the mistletoe I could carry in like my little pouch, but like the camping equipment, like a big, they have like a big backpack or a, um, a bag of some sort that, that is available. He starts to grin ear from ear, and he goes, uh, I just so happen to have some, some bags of holding. Bags of holding? Now I'll go on, ahead and I'll on just all add bags, those, bags of holding. Add, yeah, I'll just I'll just go ahead and add those on there, and he makes some more quick marks, and uh, he walks into the back real quick. And... Kalana, Kalana, get 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 some of the camping supplies and whatnot. And he reaches over, and uh, you see him through the back door as he reaches up, and he grabs three bags off a top shelf, and he walks over to the counter and throws them down onto the ground. And you guys see a, another Verdan come walking out of the back, hands loaded, arms loaded up with uh, various camping supplies and whatnot. Oh, hi! Uh, hello there. Well, hello there. I approach and sort of ungracefully unload the camping equipment on the counter in front of you. It's a pleasure to meet you. Are you uh, are you from from Waterdeep here, or are you uh, on just traveling by? Uh, well, I was sort of just passing through, and unfortunately, as many do, I found myself stuck and in desperate need of coin, and uh, unfortunately, uh, in debt to a certain someone. And well, here we are. No, no shame at all in an honest day's work. What brings you travelers through here? This place is, well, you've seen the shelves. Well, uh, we won't go into too much depth, perhaps another time for that story, but some unfortunate events uh, befell us and our uh, many of our comrades, but we found ourselves here with the promise of adventure and uh, a new place to call home. Uh across the sea, so we're actually loading up supplies right now to get on the ship. A new place to call home? That sounds preposterous. Yeah, Where we're, is this? Uh, we're uh, getting ready to board a boat shortly to go to Schultz. Uh, we heard that it's a fantastic place and they've got plenty of space, so we're, we're going to go there and, and, and check it out and see if we can't find us uh, a little place to call home. Roads paved to gold, gumdrop mountains, everything you ever dreamed of. Surely Flowers. it can't be all of that. That sounds like a dream. I, I listen. I I suspect maybe they're exaggerating a bit. Maybe more of just a a can a gumdrop hill of some sort. <laughs> uh, but but uh, I I do I have heard great things from this flyer, and I pull out uh, the flyer that I pulled out of a tavern that was super gaudy, talking about Schultz and seeking adventure I if it says it on this flyer look at how professional this flyer was made it can't be it can't be wrong despite the shoddy production of the flyer I look over it very excitedly and glance at the old man to see what his expression is uh, he is just grinning ear from ear he is a little more than he seems almost too excited for having customers in the store. 
Do you? I'm going to roll an insight check. (laughs) (laughs) Why is this man so happy? That's a 10. I know everything. Uh, So as this man is writing in this ledger, uh, he's, he's, you can see this column has expanded exponentially since you last took a look at it. Um, and one thing that seems rather off as you stared bug-eyed at him, uh, he seems to be checking things off in a loss column. A loss column? Yeah. Let, let's say this. Let's say you were playing a game of Dungeons and Dragons and you didn't perhaps know what a loss column meant in realistic terms. What would you say to that player? Well, I mean, I assume you're asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. Could you tell them what a loss <laughs> column means? Uh, so a loss column are goods or things like that that have been typically lost, um, ideally merchandise that has never arrived, stolen merchandise, things like that. So in other words, this guy is getting paid, and we're buying goods, but he's marking them off as being lost, so he's going to get money for the being lost, double paid, yeah. Mysterious disappearance. Well, listen, I'm I'm not here to judge anyone by their business practices, certainly. Uh, I do have one question. Do you know... uh, Anywhere that might carry a stringed instrument. I, I, I used to play it back when I lived uh, on a large estate. Uh, it was called a, uh, a fantasy banjo. Oh, a fantasy banjo. Yes. Ah, it's been good a good few years since I heard somebody play a fantasy banjo. I mean, I think back to one of the most famous minstrel bards of the year, Steve the Martin. Just God damn it! A marvelous, marvelous performer. Ah, yes, Steve uh, the Martin. All of us who play the fantasy banjo know of his his fine work. Uh, it's just truly astounding the skill he had. Barely. Uh, but I would, I would say, I may be able to pluck that up from the back. Hey, Dusk. Yes. Should we get anything? Anything for like defense? Over. I mean, there's certainly some supplies. I just didn't know what what all was in stock here. What we might have to go elsewhere. I I guess I could ask. Uh, you know, uh, in addition to fantasy banjo digging up, uh, do you carry uh, supplies such as potions? Uh, any sort of defensive or magical items? Uh, all at once, he seems just over the moon. So Aklana, you would recognize this reaction. Uh, this is like payday for him. Uh, this is this is the good stuff. Uh, he goes, wow, of course I got some. I got some potions. Wow, what are you looking for? I got I got magic stuff. This you guy's some magic stuff. Standing behind bad... the old man, you can see me slowly shaking my head. Shaking your head no to like us or shaking your head in like dismay? In dismay and also as a very subtle warning. 
I try well. to communicate to you with my eyes that perhaps um, you should actually. You may not know, but Verdan do have limited telepathy, telepathy mm. to other Verdan. I tried desperately, having not been around many other Verdan for a while, uh, to communicate to you in in any way I can, just even with Maybe body like language. Simple, Be careful. Like simple thoughts, simple thoughts and ideas. Yes. My eyes widen as you. I get the message. What an absolutely delightful man. I got to tell you, uh, Jerry, Jerry, was it? Oh, yeah, Jerry. Jerry, you have been by far the kindest and most helpful person I've ever run into. Uh, now, Jerry, I would love some some potions of healing uh, for me and my, my comrades. You never know when we might get into a scuffle. Uh, somebody might get hurt on the boat. Just want to have something to help restore some some health to them. Uh, well, what I, do you say? Could we? Do you have maybe about four of those? Four? You only want four? I can. Well, I mean, you're going out for three months. The boat, uh, the the journey out there, that's just going to be hard on you. I mean, apart from, you know, scurvy and things of the like coming up to get you, the creatures of the deep, you're going to need at least, at least, in my perf professional opinion, you're going to need at least 400. 400 potions? Well, I mean, you got to take into the account the crew, the captain, you guys, plus anybody else you're carrying, all that good stuff, too. That's an awful lot of potions. Uh, I mean, it's really not much or nothing. I just, I mean, I, I know this man's telling the truth for sure, but I just can't, I just can't believe that, gosh, I just, I just didn't even occur to me. I guess I'm such a novice in this world, I didn't even realize how, how desperately, desperately in need of healing potions we would be. Well, that, now, that doesn't make sense. Cause, old you man, know, I, I, I've been here long enough to know that I know that you are trying to be a little uh, uh, aggressive in your sales tactics. Perhaps since these are weary travelers of our own people, you could show a little mercy with your trading tactics, sir. The old man looks at you and he goes, Kalana, have I been good to you? Hesitantly. Yes. yes, I mean, of, of, course. of course. I'm sorry. Look, I'll cut you a deal. You help haul these 400 potions back out to the boat. You get them their camping supplies. You get them any sort of rope, any sort of rations, whatever they need. And you get it out to that boat. And we'll go ahead and we'll call your debt squared. Fair and square. No, no tricks. Have I ever tricked you, Kalani? And if you would like to make an insight check, you may. I would. Is that 20? Mm -hmm. uh, that's a 12. So plus four. Got it. Okay. So yeah, 16. You think back to it. 
and you're fairly confident that he cheated you in that card game, but you couldn't prove it, and that's the trick. He's gaslighting you. I think back to the card game that got me into all this mess in the first place, and I eye the old man suspiciously. If you will honor this deal, old man, I will gladly haul all of this and be on my way. I wouldn't have it any other way, Kalani. Now, I just have to say, I know I've said this before, but, but sir, you are one of the finest gentlemen I have ever met, and I'm a good judge of character. Now, I look I, at that dust side-eyed. I, I, I do the listen, same. I, and I look over at them, and I, and I just kind of nod and say, it's, it's been a pleasure meeting you, and I, and I hope we'll meet, a, meet again here on our boat journey. Hopefully you'll be able to come along with us. But my goodness, I mean, being able to, to not only supply these goods free of cost to us, goodness, what an amazing deal, but also to, to release this, this kind Verdan of her debt. Truly, truly, you were sent by the gods. And to think, only, only minutes ago, you were taking a nap. You are truly, truly one of the best people I've ever met. What was your name again, son? Uh, the name's Dusk. Oh, actually named after a misconception of a conversation. He just kind of stares at you blankly. Uh, He reaches his hand out and he just kind of pats you on the head a little bit. And he goes, well, that's just wonderful. I'll tell you what, Dusk, you ever swing back by this way and I'll give you a real treat. Oh, well, I, I don't suspect that'll be the case. I think once we find ourselves in Schultz, I can't imagine ever wanting to come back, although it has been lovely. man just nods his head and licks his lips a little bit and he goes all right Kalana, deal's a deal why don't you go ahead and uh, get this stuff hauled out to the boat well should we separate our stuff out first should you i don't know it sounded it sounded to me as if they just wanted this to be kind of a a group uh basically just collective from everyone i mean maybe we can fast Maybe the bags we can separate and the the, uh, the camping equipment and the uh, fantasy banjo. You know, the important things. And your herbs, of course. While you guys decide amongst yourselves if you need to divvy it up, I start loading up my arms and readying a cart so that we can head back on our nice. first trip to the boat. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to grab those three bags that he is graciously giving us and start putting our camping gear and, and like, supplies in one and all of the herb stuff in another type of thing. Mistletoe, I'm going to grab and put it in my pouch. Wonderful. Now, obviously, it's it's become very clear to everyone. Dusk is uh, just, like naive to a fault and so like in case you guys did not pick up on that um so he is just still like a kid in a candy store just looking around at uh, any magical items that he's dug out just to see if there's anything of interest to him well my friend you just rolled a perfect hundred perfect hundred yep is that an expression nope that's a d100 okay what did i find 
Uh, you find lots of stuff. You see, uh, uh, I gotta find descriptions of them. Okay. Uh, you see. Did you really roll a percentage of... dice and roll a hundred? Yes. Oh yes, my I gosh! Did. Wow. Uh, you see several different types of like globes and potions and things like that. Uh, you see several wands. One of them even seems to have a sense of mystery around it. Uh, you see stones that are paired together. You see uh, different types of like bottle filled with various liquids. You see a rusty colored bag. Um, some more stones. Uh, you see you guys know like those uh, butterfly wings that like have the like elastic bands on them. Yes. Yeah, you see some of those. Uh, you see a book. Uh, on the spine of the book, it just says Tome of Understanding. Uh, you see another one that says Tome of the Stilled Tongue. You see various amounts of swords, armor, uh, boots, belts, I mean swords you name it uh let me ask you a few questions here jerry um some of these items uh, around here now do you have i see there's some rings here uh are any of these would any of these possibly any cloaks anything of that sort provide any sort of extra protection to keep one safe oh, i'll see what uh you're 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 in the wrong section there uh, and he kind of, like, walks over to you and puts a hand on your shoulder, and he kind of just, like, sidesteps you over a little bit and goes, what you're looking for is this thing. Uh, and he pulls up a small gold band. Uh, it's not fancy, no intricate inlays on it or anything like that. And uh, he goes, this here, this will keep you safe. But what you really want, what you really want, and he uh, sets the ring back down, and he walks over into a corner, and he picks up what looks to be a small little pendant. And he goes, you really want this? And he hands it to you. All right, can you tell me anything about this? Well, this here is a shield. It doesn't, it's very small. Are you sure it's a shield? Well, I'm 100% positive it's a shield. And he holds it in his hand. And he goes, buffoonery! And he throws it up into the air, and the shield springs to life with an ethereal imaging. And it just hovers in the air around him. What on earth is this sorcery? Well, some would call it an animated shield. My goodness. Is go that ahead, right? go ahead. Try to, try to take a swing at me. All right. I... I very cautiously do, because I'm nervous. You uh, just throw a punch? Sure. Yeah, I'll punch. I don't yeah. want to stab at him. <laughs> Kill him. Uh, as you pull your hand back and you tentatively launch it forward, the shield floats immediately in front of your hand, and you hear a resounding thong like you had hit steel. My goodness. That's really neat. 
I do have a soft spot for my own shield, but uh, this one certainly is very interesting. Tell me, I guess just while we're shopping, anything else that would make me... I'm a, I consider myself a strong man, but perhaps anything that make make me a bit stronger? Oh, well, what you're looking for is uh, you're looking for a strength belt. Uh, something probably probably made for... He looks at you for a quick second. Something probably about the size of a dwarf would fit you. It'd be over this way. He kind of puts his hand on your shoulder again. He turns you around. He walks you back across the store. And uh, he picks a belt up off and he kind of throws it around your waist real quick to get a sizing. He goes, that seems good enough. But that belt right there, that'll give you the strength of a giant. My goodness. And and I could buy this? Well, certainly. I... I am just like... So, do I... Can I put it on? I guess I can't really, like... I wouldn't be technically attuned to it. But, uh... So... Yeah, I mean, this... I want this. <laughs> Wow. I don't know. I'd like to say something more clever, but frankly, I just, I really want this to be mine. Wow. I'll go ahead and I'll just run it on the tab for you. Wonderful. Um, Goodness, I, I'd feel greedy taking anything else. Uh, I appreciate you showing me the shield. Oh, no, like... nonsense. You want the ring? I'll give you the ring. And he walks over and he grabs the ring and he hands it to you. What me. is the ring, by the way? I didn't even ask him what the ring was. Uh, the ring itself is just a ring of protect. Oh, it is? Okay, then yes, I want that too. <laughs> Luckily, this is a free card with no consequences, so I'm glad to take it because I trust this man completely. He walks over to uh, Nettle and he places his hand right on your shoulder, Nettle. And he goes, oh, Anything hi. for you, miss? Uh, well, uh, I, I wouldn't mind having something to help protect me if we come across any, like, wild animals or something. Oh, well, wonderful. I just showed your friend here a wonderful, wonderful nifty little thing. It's an animated shield. Buffoonery! And he throws the shield back up into the air, and it springs to life with the same ethereal energy. <laughs> it's hilarious what he does that, isn't it? Oh, that's that's quite startling. Um... Not really my style, but, but but it is quite fancy. Well, what is your style, per se? Well, I, I didn't know, um, I don't know, you had a cloak, maybe? A cloak? Well, I've got something for everyone. Give me a quick second. He rummages around, a, he walks behind his counter and he opens up a small little closet and he rummages around. Uh, and he comes out with a cloak. It's just gray in color, nothing too fancy about it. He goes, this here, this should about fit you. Oh, it's quite pretty. Uh, uh, does it do anything like that shield does? Uh, not quite like the shield, but it will protect you, or at least help protect you. Okay. It is quite pretty. 
And you, okay. I, I wouldn't mind having that, I guess. I think what? it looks rather dashing on you. It's like a size and a half too big. The sleeves are like three inches too long. It's perfect. I've never seen a better fit. Room to grow. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> you know, I would, I'd feel remiss if I didn't get something for Colin and I. Uh, she was so kind to, to help us with everything. Uh, any wands of any sort, any sort of magical items that you think might assist uh, someone of her, her taste? Uh, when you mentioned Kalana, he seems to get a little disgruntled. Well, I guess, since you all are so nice, I guess I could part with my family heirloom. Family and heirloom? And he, uh, he walks into the back, and you hear some rummaging around, just like some boxes get knocked over and things like that. Uh, you're pretty sure you hear a cat yowl at one point. Uh some dogs are barking, and then he comes back pork, around. Pork. Well, this has been passed down from family to family member, and it finally came into my possession. I've just been so dear to part with it that I can't think of. I just, I feel like I'm just going to have to have a little bit of gold to go on top of this before I let it go. Gold? Like additional gold? Well, I mean, you all have been so kind, and I really wish I could just give it to you, but, you know, it's just been in my family for so long. Yes, and we have a card that will pay for this. Ah, yeah, but this is personal, close to my heart. All if you'd right. like to make an insight check, you may. Yeah, I don't know anything about what his deal is right now. I'm like, everything else was totally fine to be free, but this one not. Uh, Well, luckily, my insight rolls are all in line with, <laughs> with my current wave of thinking, so that was a three. Oh, wow. Oof. It just, just the way he, he's talking to you about it, uh, as you stare deep into his eyes, he gets a little bit weirded out by you. Uh, you can see some sweat forming on his upper lip. Uh, but that could easily be surmised the fact that, I mean, this was He's owned by his an great Nana. It's an emotional moment. I, I would never dis discourage someone for having emotional family ties, but I don't have gold to spare. We We have this card that is for our trip and... Unfortunately, I don't know if we have much uh, much extra to give, even if it is a gift for Colin and I. Well, Colin and I, ah. uh, covered with sweat from still loading carts in the background, approaches. I have saved a bit of pittance from the payments you have made during my time here. How much do you want for it, old man? Old man. Old man. It's a term of endearment. You're a wizened, you're a wizened man. Indeed. Had some time. Just because I like these folk, I'll tell you what, Colin. I, you just pay me back what I've paid you already. Because we're just gonna wipe your debt, and I'll go ahead and I'll give you my great, great grandpappy staff. And if you would like to make an insight check, you may. 
probably uh, better ahead, than and mine. You can you can make that at advantage because you know him. I rolled eight, and then what's that? Plus four. You're plus so four. Yeah. Twelve. Uh, you've never once heard this man mention the staff being owned by his great grandpappy, but of course, then again, you've never heard him mention his great grandpappy. So knowing who he is and where he's at, you feel like something's up, but you just can't quite put your finger on it. I politely and sweetly ask the old man, can you tell us more about why this staff is so important to your family? What, what made it so special to your great-grandpappy? Well, my grandpappy... Uh, and he looks up as if he's fondly remembering, and he strokes his beard a little bit, and uh, he taps the staff on the ground. Well, my my grandpappy was a great and powerful wizard. He was uh, one of the members of the, the Red Wizards of Thay, and, uh, uh, well, this was his magic staff, and uh, uh, he, he used to call it his magi. I don't know what that means. I was never gifted with the arcane arts, but, I mean, it was important for dear old grandpappy. That was a riveting and touching story. Thank you for that. Now, during my time here with you, Jerry, I've managed to carefully scrimp and save about 15 pieces of gold. That's all I have to my name. Sold. Done. Now, I think, uh, you know, if, if I would be happy to throw a couple gold to uh, to Kalani, so I at least give her three. three of, I have t- only have ten gold to my name, but I would gladly give her three uh, to ensure that she at least has money to eat. Well, that would be very, very kind of you, very benevolent of you, Dusk. Yes. I may be trusting of, of shady shopkeepers, but I'm also very trusting of other people that are actually trustworthy. Kalani is excited. I, I laugh heartily and continue the sweaty work of loading crates and Huzzah. bags. Mr. DM. Good question. Uh, the camping gear and whatnots that were that I'm packing in these bags, is it like complete kits, everything that we need, or do we have to like piecemeal and actually buy like rope and fire making materials and tents and that kind of stuff, or is it considered all together already it is considered altogether already that's kind of your general purpose camping stuff if you're looking for extra lengths of rope or something like that you could definitely buy it individually okay yeah we have like rope and we have a lot of stuff in our adventurers kit too already so. okay i just didn't want to get yeah. stranded and not have something oh yeah you remember that episode where we went shopping and you didn't get that thing that you needed every for every day type of thing so Remember, you got a bunch of magical items and nothing else. Yeah, so um, I just want to make sure that, that the camping gear slash kit is just like standard backpacking stuff that we need without actually having to go into like detail type of thing. Just to move things yeah, along. No, it's, yeah, it's definitely got like a tent and stuff like that all in there. Okay. Well, I think, uh, as I mentioned earlier about the potions, I think 400 seems a bit high. And I'm, I'm going to be honest, I, I, I like where your head's at. Uh, but I think uh, I think something around maybe 10 would be a bit more reasonable. 
Yeah, working wow. at, the, at the the manor, we never had that many. I mean, and I did a lot of healing with for people, so I don't think. Well, I, I just you know you're going to be out there for a really long time, and I just it's it's one of those things where you know better safe than sorry. But if you don't want four hundred healing potions, I completely understand. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll go ahead since you guys are buying them at a loss anyway. All right, since you guys are buying them and I'm selling them at a loss anyway, why don't you go ahead and you just take 150 of them? And then I'll just give you the other 250 for free. I'm laughing off mic so much. I hate my character choice right now so much because of this guy. So you're, 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 we're, so we're, we're using that card to buy 150 and you're giving us the other 250. What kind of potions are these? Healing potions. Well, I mean, they're just your standard healing potions. There's nothing really too fancy to them or anything like that. But I mean, they've just been eating up space here, especially with all the, the coming and going of the ships and things like that. You know, there just aren't that many brave adventures these days and he kind of like softly gives you a, a good little like a rub against the jaw okay uh are these potions out where we can see them or i can see them do you want to see them yes please you know what i think uh i'm gonna let uh my friend nettle here handle the remainder of the shopping uh dusk is starting to feel uncomfortable because like he is like super nice and kind of like a pushover in a lot of ways. And so he is like, I better get out of the situation. So he's going to go uh, find Kalani and help her move things. <laughs> Kalani is just to literally get away f- piling things onto a cart. Uh, I'm just trying to get away from this situation because I know I will say yes if I don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> can I, can I see a couple of these potions? Well, certainly. Uh, and he, goes into the back room and he you hear some more rummaging around some stuff falls over uh you're pretty sure you hear the clattering of armor at one point uh, and he comes back out with a bottle of just a red semi viscous liquid and he puts it on the countertop is this something i recognize in my healing past uh you would easily recognize this as just a standard health potion and they're all like this Every single last one of them. Can I roll an insight on that? Uh, you can make an arcana check. Can I make an arcana check? Okay. That would be a seven. Killing this it. Is, I know, right? This is a standard health potion. Okay. So I don't think well, you obviously should know more than me, because I'm sure other adventurers and people trying to uh, get supplies for a ship know more than us. So uh, we will certainly tell the the guy that gave us uh, the card to do this that you said that we needed to have 400. No, I'm... I'm... Sure, he won't put up much of a fuss with it. And I mean, especially with that card you got flashing around. I mean, that's speaking of the card. Can pockets. we have it back now? Uh, he kind of looks at you quizzy. I'm pretty 
pretty sure I gave it to your friend who just went outside. He did not. <laughs> oh, shit. What do I do? Uh, Kalana okay. returns sweaty and more and more tired each time she comes back. But I approach looking at the old man, looking at Nettle, and uh, sort of hands on hips at the old man. Is this really what you're going to do right now, Jerry? Jerry, come on, Jerry. Please. You're killing me, Jerry. I do love that the first fantasy name that came out of this game as an NPC was Jerry. We need to give it like a unique spelling. Like J-H-E-R-I or something. Well, even though in the text, uh, in the chat, it is spelled J-E-R-R-Y. I can assure you that from my copious amounts of notes over here, it is spelt J E R R Y. Got it. Get sucked uh, away into a world of fantasy here. My immersion. That immersion. <laughs> uh, so, a couple things here, real quick. Uh, Kalana, uh, if you want to make a perception check to see if that. You did overhear him mentioning that he did hand the card back to Dusk. You most certainly can. Uh, only because you were outside during this portion of the conversation. Roll 20. <laughs> Two. <laughs> so, unfortunately, you did not hear the mentioning of the card. But Jerry looks at you and he goes, I'm sorry, Kalani, but I mean... You know, part of the deal was for you to haul the equipment out to the cart and get it all set up. But as far as you, young Missy, uh, I, w- I would definitely say that you should probably go talk to your friend about that card if you're looking for it. I did give it back to him when we were looking at the shields. Okay. Uh, DM, question? Yes. Did he? He did not. Okay, just making sure. Dad, I remember it. I didn't think so. It's Dusk, are you outside? Yeah, I just went out to the cart. Uh, she was kind of packing some things, so I'm just finishing loading some things on the cart. Okay, uh, uh, I'm going to move Also, to... I'm sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, while Dusk, you are outside, and Kalana, you would have been privy to this as you were coming inside, uh, you guys begin to see a huge commotion occur down at the port. Hmm. So I guess seeing that as I'm loading things, um, I still kind of sheepishly come back in uh, just because of the fact that, but I mean, you guys have been in there for a little bit before I get in there. So I'll let you guys resolve your, your discussion first. So you're walking away. Nope. I'm at the, I'm at the cart. I'm just saying like she walked back in as I was coming out. So like, I just want to make sure you guys have time wise. I wouldn't have just come immediately back into the room. So, okay. Well, I'm going to walk up to the door and see you standing there. And Hey, Dust, do you have everything that we need? I think so. I, uh, did we, uh... Did you get the card back and everything? Get no, back to- he, I think, uh, he took it from us and he still has it. I will look back into the room. Is Jerry still in there talking to Kalani? Uh, Jerry is still in there. 
uh, he's not necessarily talking to Kalani, but he is definitely trying to like side saddle his way back behind the counter. Jerry. But uh, yeah. You did not give that car back to my friend. I'm most certainly positive that I did. Did he check all his pockets? And he's still trying to like scoot behind the counter. Jerry. Now, Jerry, yeah. you know sometimes you become just a little forgetful when you become tired late in the afternoon like this. Perhaps it's just in a pocket forgotten. Do you suppose you could be kind enough to check? Jerry shoots you a death glare. Uh, and he kind of rifles over his pockets. He says, ah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, here it is. And he pulls it out and he hands it over oh, to Kalani. thank you, Jerry. You guys talking about how great Jerry is? I hand it over to Nettle for safekeeping. Thank you. I put it in my pouch. I also take the aforementioned 15 gold pieces and offer them to Jerry in exchange for the staff. Uh, Jerry, without hesitation, scoops the 15 gold into his hand, throws it into his pocket, and... uh, he picks the staff that he had previously laid down against the wall and he just picks it up and he hands it over to you. He's like, get out of my store. Are y'all still shopping? Hey. Nope. Uh, I grab the cloak and the rest of the stuff that isn't already yep. in the bags and take it outside. I... Y'all better come out here. There's a bit of a disturbance out of the docks. I Thank grab... you, Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you for everything. I appreciate your... Your uh, benevolence during my stay, and uh, perhaps I'll see you another time in another life. Uh, I grab the few things that I do have to my name and head outside to the cart. You uh, hear Jerry call back from behind the counter. If we never meet again, it'll be too soon. And he closes the door to the back room, and you hear some more shuffling. You hear some muffled yelling. (laughs) that jerry he's one of a kind yeah something like that so you guys are all outside now yes okay perfect uh so there's definitely a commotion happening down at the ports um it's a few blocks away but you can tell from the throng of crowd that is beginning to grow around that this is this is something uh, you hear some shouting and some things like that. And if you guys would like to make perception checks, you may. Aha! Oops. I'll just warn everyone that I'm not designed for rolling checks very well. That's an 11. I have a 14. Uh, so... All of you very easily hear the name Volothamp Gadar come up a couple of times um, as people are shouting. And then you hear a loud, booming voice just cry out over the crowd. And it goes, uh, Yes, today is the day of which I mark my first Fourier back to Chulk. It will be marvelous, and I hope to discover many more creatures to fill up the second edition of my book. You can buy it now. Remember, that's Volo's Guide to Monsters at your local store. 
I love you, Milo. Oh, um, so this gentleman seems to be, is he going on the boat? Uh, he is too far away to tell. Do we, so we didn't hear any of this stuff that he was just saying? Uh, no, he, um, it was a loud booming voice that cried out over the crowd. You guys oh. are far enough away to, or you guys are close enough to hear it, but you are too far away to tell which boat he is getting on. Is that the direction or where our boat was? Yeah. It is from the port, so it's kind of like over in that area. Okay. Well, it sounds like we may have a celebrity among our midst. Glad we bought all these supplies. Huh. Uh, speaking of which, do you think we should head back to the boat? Or is there anything else we need? Kalani, what do you think? I know you kind of rushed into this whole situation, and honestly, I appreciate your open-mindedness and willingness to, to take a step into the unknown. Well, as long as you guys don't mind having me along for this adventure, I'm I'm happy to go along. Anything is better than there. The old well, man course, uh... is not what he seems, I think, sometimes, but I just don't know. He's not been very honest with me. We were Danny to stick together. We do. We do. Do you think we got enough food? I know there's <laughs> going to be plenty of potions, but will there be enough well, rations? He, 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 uh, we have enough rations for what used to be for 40 people? 40, 40 people for three months. Yeah, there's always fishing and foraging of different kinds. I'm sure we'll find our way. Well, uh, I speaking suppose we of which, should make haste back to the boat. Uh, Mr. DM, when I was packing those bags that Jerry gave us, I put yes. uh, enough rations for, well, I did two people, but uh, for us in one of those bags. Uh, uh, how many rations are you grabbing? Enough for the three of us for the three months. Out of the out of the four that we asked for the crew, I took enough for the three of us for those three months and put it in one of those bags that Jerry gave us. That's a good idea. That way I can have two rations because I, I eat for two. I'm not pregnant. I'm just very hungry. <laughs> uh, all righty. Anything else that you put into one of those bags? Uh, camping gear and stuff is in one. Unless the camping gear and all the rations can fit in one bag, I don't know what the capacity. Uh, they are. I would like pounds. to personally hide, like, or at least keep in one of the bags um, my fantasy banjo, my belt, and my. Uh, I'll wear the ring. I would like to request. Uh, use of one of these bags of holding for perhaps some of these visitors. <laughs> I pass it over. Thank you very much. Well, sh should we should we uh, separate things now before we get onto the boat? Because it looks kind of busy down there. Or do we think we should do it on the boat? Probably beforehand. Because I, I think, think it's going to be pretty busy. What the heck's going on down there? Yeah. I think is once we've gotten, we've, we're sure that we've each gotten our individual items. Let the crew sort out everything else. I mean, we've done our own enough work just getting the items for the ship. 
seems like a reasonable course of action. I think that's probably the best way to do it. Let's sort out our own rations and such and get moving. Okay, well, I give the three bags that I have. I keep one and I give you each one. And I'll give you some of the rations that I already packaged up in one bag so we each have, you know, do it quickly so we each have rations in each of our bags. Perfect. Shall we head down to the boat and see what's going on, what the kerfuffle is about? We we do that. We go. All righty. Uh, so with your cart laden with goods, uh, you guys begin to make your way back to the ports. Uh, this crowd is thick, and it's hard to maneuver the cart through. But you manage to do so. Uh, people seem to part for you guys, but the, lo- the closer you get, the louder this crowd is. Uh, it seems to be dispersing a little bit, but you still hear people chanting the name Volothamp Gadar. Uh, and you don't hear any cries of any booming voice or anything like that over the crowd anymore. But what you do know, or what you do notice, is as you begin to get closer and closer to the boat, that is where it seems to be the thickest collection of people. Uh, There seems to be all sorts of manner of people here, from just your regular common poppers all the way up to some of the highest of nobility here, uh, basically just showering praise and trying to get aboard your boat. Uh, You see a man very ostentatiously dressed. Uh, He's got the giant wide brim hat. He's got a feather plume coming right out of it that stands every bit of three feet. Uh, He's just dressed in this very overflowing uh, overcoat, this very puffy shirt. Uh, and these just wide-bottomed pants. And he is signing autographs. And as you guys begin to get closer and closer to the boat, he takes notice of you all. Uh, And his eyes seem to light up with joy. And he goes, You! uh, You you three! Right there! You three! On the cart! Uh, Yes, yes, uh, we... We are the ones with the cart. How can we help you, sir? Well, just simply being alive is more than enough to help me. I have to say, this is the first time I've truly encountered one of your species. I did, uh, uh, I believe you go by the nomenclature Verdan, is that correct? Uh, yes, uh, I, yes. I, 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 I'm I, not surprised at you being surprised. I only found out what we were maybe about two years ago. I'd never heard the name before. I just... Just one day you existed, and here I am. Well, hot damn. Uh, and he starts to, like, push his way down the boat ramp, and he starts to make his way over to you. This is just marvelous. How far back does your memory go? I, I, I know that you've only been around for, I mean, just a handful of years, but this is just a, a, amazing. Just simply amazing. Uh, you, you three, and he motions to uh, three men up on the boat, and he goes... Uh, make sure that these folk are well cared for and first opportunity, bring them aboard. Uh, give them their own rooms and cabins at my benefactor's expenses. Uh, you see a couple of noblemen kind of groan uh, and shake their heads. Uh, one of them seems overly enthusiastic by the idea to throw more money at this thing. 
Is this what all the people in Waterdeep are like? First Jerry, now this gentleman? My goodness. And as he approaches you guys, he uh, is simultaneously like trying to help you off the cart while at the same time just like forcibly pulling you all off the cart. Does he at all notice? Like, because remember, like, I we hadn't mentioned it in this episode yet, but about the fact that I have my my right arm is just massive compared to the rest of my body. <laughs> uh, it is safe to assume that he has not noticed it just yet, but as oh. Nettle comes off the cart, uh, as Kalani comes off the cart, uh, he reaches up to grab hold of you, Dust, and being a little bit heftier, he weighs his options a little bit better, and he sticks his arm out for you to grab hold to come off the cart. I reach back out to, to grab his arm to pull myself up, and it just completely envelops his arm. Uh, as soon as he touches it, there's like this squeal of joy, and to save our listeners' eardrums, I will not be performing this squeal. Uh, yeah, somewhere like that. Uh, and he just, oh, it's true, you all do mutate. Oh, this is marvelous. Uh, and with that, he starts to emphatically start to shake everybody's hands. My name is Volo Thamp. Uh, my friends call me Volo. You can all call me Volo. Uh, and oh, what a time to be alive. An entirely new species just comes to springs to life here, here on our own home. And it's just, it's, it's a shame of what you all have been through. I know the sudden surge of, of, you know, new population into areas is quite rough but I mean it's just marvelous this is one of my largest discoveries to date mark it here today uh, you hear the loud uh, he points his finger at his throat and he says some few arcane words nettle if you'd like to make an arcane check to identify this spell you may um, but a loud booming voice comes out over the crowd again uh, arcana says, check you said yes uh that would be a lovely seven. Ooh la la. I know, getting rid of those dice. What about uh, Kalani? She's she's a magic user. Uh, yeah, if you would like to make an arcana check, you may. Okay. It uh, looks like we have eleven. Alright. Uh, so between the seven and eleven, uh, it's you can't quite identify the spell. But you definitely know that it is with the intention to increase the volume of one's voice. And he says to you all, Mark it here first. Volthamp Gadar is the first to have noticed and identified the Verdan as their own species of people. What? Uh, I, I look around, I, I'm like... I'm, listen, uh, I just kind of whisper to these guys, I'm like, I mean, that's not, that's not entirely accurate, is it? No, we've been a species for a long while now. I appreciate their enthusiasm, but I'm a little uncomfortable. I would say we've at least been a species for as long as I've been alive, which I, for me has been just over 30 years. Indeed. Do you, do you think it's his hats affecting his brain? Uh, it is at this point that Volo Thamp uh, looks down at you guys and he goes, Ah, but nobody has documented you in a book yet. By the way, books are for sale. 
Volvo's Guide to Monsters. Pick them up at your local depositories. Uh, and he goes, but that's a matter for another time. Come along, all. And he starts to kind of like shuffle you all onto the boat. Uh, and it is also at this time that you guys begin to uh, notice the guys, uh, the gentleman in the black garb, begin to uh, take the cart and move it over to an onloading station for the boat itself. Well, I hope we sh- I hope we shopped well, or else we might be. Fortunately, we've got the backing of a very famous man, apparently. So I feel safe with that knowledge. Uh, this is truly a different experience from anything we've ever had. I mean, we were protected by the Lord at our previous job, but to have someone of this repute speaking for us on our behalf is quite remarkable. Like I said before, I do appreciate his enthusiasm, but something about this doesn't feel right. Well, now, I don't think there's anything to worry about. Listen, everything from start to finish, it's a magical place. Remember I mentioned the gumdrops, all that good stuff. Uh, I've heard the people there are the kindest folk you'll ever meet, which is hard to believe after attending this place. I think we are just... It's easy to look a gift horse in the mouth. It's easy to look at it and say, you know what? This can't be what it is. But I think, I think for once, maybe we can just enjoy it and just embrace that finally our time has come. Maybe you're things. right. Maybe I've spent too much time around Jerry. Maybe this is a solid, perfect opportunity to start new somewhere else and I guess I'm just glad that we happened to cross paths and I was able to join you yes and I, I I know I haven't said it enough but you have just been an absolute delight and we are so happy to have you because we did have another friend uh, he was well he was chosen to go on a different path but uh, but he was a good man and hopefully we'll uh, learn to to know you as well as we knew him Yes, I, I look forward to, to learning all about you. Maybe. He was actually, he was quite the entertainer, too. I, it, uh, it sounds as if you're a, a bit of a charismatic folk, is that right? Well, that's what they tell me anyway. Smiles tend to follow wherever I go and sometimes trouble, but I was, was keeping score. Gotta take the good with the bad. Hopefully this trip will bring us some good. Do we yes. have quarters on this boat? We have private quarters, from my understanding. Yeah, DM, that, what do you say? The Volvo camp was quite enthusiastic about it. Uh, yeah, so if you guys recall correctly, Volvo Thamp, uh, who is still shepherding you aboard the boat, uh, has offered you all, well, hasn't offered, has more or less voluntold you that you guys will have private quarters aboard the ship. Um, And as you guys begin to make your way up the boat ramp, you begin to hear the boarding whistle call, and you guys set aboard. Uh, You guys take the final steps aboard the boat, and Volothamp looks down at you all, and he goes, So, tell me, what all do you know of Chult? Well, I, not much. I have this flyer. Volo 
takes the flyer and uh, he flips it over a couple of times and he looks down it and he taps the seal on the flyer and he goes, huh. Huh. Well, that can be problematic. Ah, but that's neither here nor there. It's none of, none of our concern anymore, I should say. And he takes the flyer and he kind of just like lets it loose into the wind. No, 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 no. Um, uh, if you'd like to make a dexterity check to try to grab it, you can. Oh, dexterity of my oh, strong suit. No, no. It is remarkable to say that my intelligence and my wisdom are better than my, than my dexterity. And, oh, that's cocked. Ooh, <laughs> big money, though. This flyer's important. I rolled a 19. <laughs> Nat 19. Uh, just as Bobo Thamp lets go of it into the wind, the wind takes it, and it does a quick little loop-de-loop, -loop, and it flies down low. Uh -huh, and uh -huh, uh -huh. all at once, uh, you kind of, like, try to predict where it's going to go, and then you just shoot your massive buster arm out, and you grab hold of it, kind of crinkling the paper a little bit as you do so. But you have successfully caught your flyer and your hope for a home. <sighs>